This episode of the Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast is brought to you by TFC Productions. Christine, what's the TFC stand for? Two Fit Crazies. Two Fit Crazy Productions? Yeah. Yeah, we produce some podcasts. So, um, you know, people always come up to us uh, and ask us how we can help them or, you know, what we can do. How did you get started in podcasting? What do I need? This and that. We Let got us you covered. help you. We Let got- us consult with you. We'll walk you through every step. Got you covered. And then from there, if you feel like recording and sending us the information, we'll produce it. We'll package it. We'll send it back to you nice with a bow on it. And uh, you just upload it yourself. And we'll uh, give you all those marketing tools and everything you need to do in the meantime. That's right. From the leaders in Podcasting 101. TFC Productions. So we're also brought to you by ContiFit.com, which is your virtual online fitness and wellness. You name it, you need it, we're here for you. And uh, make sure, check out the Let's Face It Together Facial Fitness and Rehabilitation Program, working with special populations around the world. Get virtually certified today. Don't miss out. Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. We've got virtual online health coaching uh, sessions with me, uh, my company, High Five Health and Fitness. Uh, All the information, highfivehealthandfitness.com. It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Too Fit Crazy. In the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian. What do you think, Christine? Woo! (laughs) I am filled with the spirit today. Really cool conversation. Awesome conversation. Yeah. Um, Gary Henry, fit for the call. He uh, shows up on a little email thread from uh, Sergeant Ken Weikert, shout out, um, when we were going to speak for the Project Hope, um, Project Hope, which is providing help other people endure. Um, so worldwide um, program that Sergeant Ken, his wife Stephanie, dreamed up just to inspire other people. And I see this name and it's a Gary Henry. And I'm like, you know, a lot of people I know from the fitness industry, really, you know, movers and shakers and speakers. And, and I'm like, I don't know this guy. So I, maybe in me was like, Hey, who are you? <laughs> you know, like, Hey, how were you asked, you know, to speak? And, and, uh, that was how my relationship with Gary came to be. And, uh, what a cool guy with an awesome story and just so full of life. Yeah. And and look, I am someone who uh, you'll hear me say in the podcast uh, during the episode that, you know, I'm someone who uh, questions not faith, but, you know, this, faith. <laughs> religion, religion. All right. So, you know, I, my upbringing is, you know, R- Roman Catholic and altar boy. And I even went to Catholic school for a little while. And, you know, my my grandparents, you know, you kneel when they say you kneel, you stand when you're supposed to stand. And everything is, you know, this is the day the Lord has made. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, some of it has been off turning to me uh, and other times, you know, but it, it, so whatever. I struggle with it. But when I hear somebody like Gary, who's got it. And feels it and oozes it. It's intriguing to me, and I and I. It's almost to the point like where you see somebody who's got, you know, a happy energy, and, and mm-hmm. it's like I want some of that. Yeah, like, whatever it is, I want some of that. He's like, got to shine. Yeah, Gary's got to shine. You feel it. So uh, it, it was a great conversation. Um, you know, Gary's got an incredible story, and and things line up for him in ways that uh, you know it's are sometimes unexplainable unless you can explain them. And Gary does explain them, and and you know, and and his uh, in his own way, and it's beautiful. And uh, we even go to church. We do. Oh, I can't wait for you to hear this. 
Um, I just want to say that for all you listeners out there, and I know for, you know, Brian and myself, like you get to a point in life where you open your eyes. Like there's a point in life where you're like, wow, this is, this is what life is supposed to be like. An, or An epiphany. Right. It could be an epiphany. I mean, something that understanding understands. And, and I always say, you know, other people who have it. And I know that for myself, it took me a long time to really start living, to, to know what life's about. It's not about chasing that, you know, I'm going to do whatever I can just to make money, even if I'm going to put myself in misery and in bad health and, you know, everyone around me. That's not what life is about. Life is about relationships and it's about love. And however you find that, that is when you're going to start really living and Gary knows this, and uh, we can't wait for you to hear his story and hear his passion and uh, a little uh, a little prayer. You're gonna enjoy this one. I know it. It's uh, it's it's it'll warm your heart, it'll warm your soul, and uh, we just want you to listen. So here we go. This is episode 173 of the Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast with Mr. Gary Henry. Enjoy. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazy. In the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, how's it going? It's where it's at. It's going well. It's going well. You know, I'm really excited about today's podcast. I, you've told me a lot about this gentleman. Really excited. And I always get really excited when our guests are really excited. Like, there's nothing better. <laughs> Gary, are you excited? I'm very excited. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I can't hide it. I can't hide it. <laughs> Introduce our guest, Christine. So, listeners out there, we have uh, the Gary Henry fit for the call coming to us from our northern neighbors in Toronto, Canada. How are you, Gary? I am excited and ignited to be on this podcast extraordinaire. Who gets a Wonder Woman and a Super P all in one? <laughs> oh, yep, that's right. We all bow to Wonder Woman around here. Oh, my gosh. Please, please. <laughs> so what's doing in Toronto, Gar? Well, there's a lot going on in Toronto. Well, actually, I'm in Montreal right now. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Um, to yes. So there's a lot going on in Montreal for me. It's been, uh, it's my hometown, but coming back home this time was, I knew it was going to be different. Uh, so many great things happened that I didn't expect would happen. Uh, Christine was a part of that. Uh, Warrior, first Warrior boot camp for Prize of Hope. That was epic, you know, to be um, in the same, you know, in the same category as a Christine I mean, that's just amazing. I mean, my Wonder Woman, Iron Woman, you know, Jen Hall and Sergeant Ken. 
I mean, to be involved in that thing is just like epic. And it was very historical for me because my grandson somehow found himself being a part of history. So that was great. And uh, the other thing was, you know, connect, coming back here and connecting dots, um, meeting my father's side of the family for the first time and them wanting to celebrate me. And it's just overwhelming, man. It's just crazy how everything has kind of fallen into place. Gary, the pieces of my puzzle life have come together. Gary, before we get into, because I want you to tell this entire amazing story of just finding your family and just finding, you know, who you are and, and your calling, which you, you call fit for the call. Um, mm-hmm. My favorite is that we always talk about people don't just fall onto our podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Gary and I actually met, and I'm going to let Gary tell the story of how we first met because Gary didn't know me and didn't know my like, you know, kind of energy. Well, not energy, but that I just, I like people. I'm that person at the airport. Like, Hey, where are you going? What are you doing? If I don't know you, I want to know who you are and why are, you know, why you're doing something. But Gary didn't realize that I was like asking like in a nice way. So Gary, what was your first, uh, how, how did we connect? Well, we connected, to be honest, I felt like I was in danger. <laughs> because I said, first of all, we're in the Christian country. I said, oh, damn, she connected or what? How did I, I become a part of the, the leadership team? And I said, man, am I stepping on somebody's toes? Because I'm not trying to do that. Um, but then as I kind of stepped back and said, okay, G-Man, just relax and just stay composed. Well, Christian Conti is a warrior woman. You know, she's overcome so much. And that's what I love about Christine Conti. She, she's bounced back. She's she's just it. And so I celebrated all her craziness because why not be crazy? You ain't lazy. Be crazy. And so that's Christine Conti to me. She's real, man. <laughs> so Gary's like, who's this crazy woman who's asking me why I'm a part of the speaking panel? And me and mom just, who are you? We jump on a call and, you know, and Gary... <laughs> Gary and I prayed together. It was fantastic. I'm like, I like this guy. He's great. So Gary got like my huge check of approval of like, he's awesome. I want him in my wolf pack. So, and that's, that was the beginning of, you know, of everything. And I told Gary, I'm like, Hey, you're awesome. You need to come on our podcast. And that was it. And here you go. Mm-hmm. And now it is all coming into fruition. Yes. It's quite something, man. I'm, I'm very humbled by it all, to be honest with you. So tell us, what's uh, so what's going on? Christine says you got quite a story. Let's hear it. Well, I grew up uh, not knowing my father, having the opportunity to know my father. It took uh, upwards to over 35 years just to find out his name, his true name. Um, I used to pay for my dad and my siblings just in case I have them, uh, had any. And I uh, grew up in Montreal, Canada. I was born in Trinidad, grew up in Montreal, Canada. Uh, several years later, I ended up moving to Dallas, Texas, which is a very painful thing. But if I did not go to Dallas, I wouldn't know what I know now. So I have since recovered. I found out about my dad. Um, unfortunately, my dad passed away. I knew when he passed away. Um, I lived in Dallas, moved back to Canada, but not Montreal, but Toronto. I'm going to shorten the story for time's sake. Um, 
Well, I ended up living six minutes away from my door to my dad's door. I knew when my dad died, and uh, that was painful. I didn't find out a year later. I didn't know why I was feeling the way I was feeling. But on that particular day, which was December 23rd, um, at 11.30 p.m., I broke down crying. And I didn't know what was going on. And um, later on, a year after that, when I discovered, kind of found out about my dad, when I went to Montreal to watch my son's football game, and uh, my wife had called me because I had an uncle who possibly had a link to for me finding my dad. And um, this is an uncle I can get at any time when I want to, but all of a sudden, months go by, I can't contact him. And so when I went to Montreal, my my wife said, did I call him? I said, yes. You know, I still haven't been able to contact him, so go to the church where he went. And so I did that church. I went to that church, which I, I said, okay, what are the chances he's going to be there? Because it's been decades, you know, since I, I know about that church. And lo and behold, I go to the church. I'm, I park, I'm parked up in front of the church, and this random lady comes walking by my truck. And then after she stepped into the church, and uh, a few minutes later, I went into the church, and I walked quietly to the sanctuary, opened the sanctuary door, and my uncle's sitting in the very front. Now, it's impossible for you to know who's behind you when you're sitting right at the front. But a second angel turned him around, and then he saw me. And so he came up to me, goes, what are you doing here? I said, I came to see Jay's game. And, and I said, he says, and also, I'd like you to help me. I wonder if you can help me accomplish something. He goes, what's that? And I said, I want to find out some stuff about my dad. He goes, oh, Joe. And I was like, wow, he knows his name. And so he goes, wait here. And what happened is he came back with a lady that just passed my truck. And that lady knew my, his niece. And so I was like, wait a minute. Is this really happening? So I got the lady's phone number, and um, I called her. And I said, hi, my name is Gary Henry. I'm Joe Collins' son. And she goes, well, who are you? And I told her, Gary Henry. She goes, okay, where are you born? I said, Trinidad. When? 1968. She goes, well, look, um, uh, that's not possible. And I said, well, ma'am, that's that's my identity. That's what I know. And then so I went high, then I went low. That was a Sunday, then the Tuesday, I was getting a call. And... Um, and that individual on the phone was a lady named Nicole Collins, which would mean my big sister. And I said, Miss Collins, I, 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 uh, I'm not here to cause, sorry about that. I'm not here to cause trouble. I just want to find out about my dad. And she said, well, Gary, you're not causing trouble because daddy told us about you. I said, what? And so I broke down, you know, and I said, so, so what's that up to? What does he live? She goes, well, dad lives at the, the, the board of Whitby and Ajax. And I go, what do you mean? He used to, well, dad passed away. And I said, dad passed away December 23rd at 11.30 p.m. And she goes, yes, I took, I was there when he took his last breath. Wow. I was like, whoa, whoa. Amazing. And I'm telling you guys the story, and it's heat, and I got goosebumps yeah. every time I tell the story. So as I was saying, it was painful to move to Dallas. But if I didn't move to move to Dallas, I wouldn't get a piece of my puzzled life. God had to take me out to bring me in. I didn't know I was going to the first person I was going to see was Terrell Owens. I didn't know I'd be taking my kids to a Terrell Owens football camp. I didn't know I'd be getting a touchdown towel from a Terrell, Terrell Owens touchdown towel. I didn't know that. And then moving back to Canada, meeting my siblings for the first time, 
for the first time. My dad lives six minutes from my door to his door. Wow. Six minutes. When I met my sibling for the first time in a place called Pickering, the house I was looking, we were looking at was four houses around the corner from my big sister's house. Can you imagine when I saw my sister for the first time, I thought I was looking at the female me. And to sit down with my siblings and then ask, they asked me questions, of course. So you said you lived in Montreal. You moved to the States. And I said, yeah. And you said you just moved back from the States. I said, yes. Where in the States? I said, dollars. To go, you're kidding. I said, why? The Dallas Cowboys is my dad's favorite team. <laughs> my Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys are my, father, my father's favorite football team. The first picture of my father, he's wearing Terrell Owens number 81. Unbelievable. I could not make that up. Nobody could make that up. So it, it's just, it's mind-blowing. And Christine, you heard me speak about unity. You heard me speak about that. When I got that first link, when I went to that church, where my uncle might be, that church is called Unity Church. Okay? And that lady, that niece that he... That, that I called, you can guess what her name is, Joy. Isn't that crazy? Put it together, unity and joy. Well, yesterday, I went to Unity Church with Joy to say, this is where I got your number. So as to relive what I lived years ago. So we're connecting today. I mean, this weekend, on another level, I'm talking about putting the, like, like locking things down, like, this is real. This is real. And and this, these, you guys, I'm telling you, God is amazing because he's blessed me with you guys. <laughs> because he knows that I want to share my story, not for any glory, but to help somebody who's in the dark. I want to be that lighthouse for them. And who better than two fit crazy? <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're just crazy. That, I'm passionate about it. I'm excited because you know what? I, I feel like, damn, I'm going to bust. I'm going to bust. And I don't want to bust because it's going to be a nasty kind of cleanup. <laughs> it's just it's amazing to be alive today. It is. Oh, my goodness. It's so amazing. So what an amazing. It's crazy. I mean, nothing's coincidence, right? We kind of know that. These things are all pieces that just kind of, you know, it's like it's just unfolding for you at this time. Yeah, exactly. Unfolding is the world. And the thing is, I had one kind of blurry picture of my, of my dad. I couldn't tell, see his face, just the hand. And my wife said, that's your dad. And I said, how could you say it's my dad? It's just the hand that you're looking at. Well, when I met a cousin for the first time and she was asking me questions, if I have anything from my dad, I said, no. I said, the only thing is I had this blurry picture. It looked like he was in a church or something. And uh, she excused herself from the table and she came back and she put this picture on the table and we lunged at it and that's the picture. And she goes, your father is walking me down the aisle. <laughs> huh. So that's actually, that is where I'm staying now in Montreal. So I went from one having one picture. I think I have about ten pictures in my in my phone now. Even my grandmother. Anyone hear something crazy? My name is Gary Henry, right? Right. So I have a big brother named Gary. Huh. 
okay? You know what my grandfather's name is? Let me guess. Henry. Mine too. That's awesome. Henry. That's my middle name, by the way. Oh, that's it. <laughs> I don't know. I got the memo. I should have told you. Uh, we don't got the same mother, but we got the same father. <laughs> All right. Amazing. So what else would you guys like to ask me? Oh, my goodness. Um, so... Number one, my mom's birthday is December 23rd. You know, I, was, I didn't know where you were going with that story. Yeah. I'm like, oh, she's, she's a tough woman. But um, so this is, this is always fascinating that, you know, again, we're, you know, we're here to get messages out to people, health and wellness and fitness. And you're, I mean, you really had to go through a lot to get to where you are today. And, yeah. you know, there's, you have a lot of, experience and a lot of just life knowledge to give to people. And, you know, you are, you know, I want our listeners to know this, you know, you are someone who believes in taking care of the body and fitness and whatnot. How did you get into fitness? Was that always something that you had a passion for or what was that draw? What was that calling? Well, I've been training from my teens to my twenties to my thirties my 40s and now my 50s. Now, fitness has always been something to me. I played sports and whatnot, and I just got more intense involved in it um, and took it to a professional level. But then God kind of flipped the script on me and said, okay, you're going to use it for my glory now. I'm going to use your gift that I've given you and enhance that I want to take your natural and turn it into a supernatural. So that's why I have a fitness ministry. Now, what is the fitness ministry? It's a church without walls. I don't preach. I reach. Every soul matters. And it's to, how do you do this? I share my heart. I listen to their story. And I encourage the discouraged. Even down to the fact, when I was in Dallas, Texas, my apparel was called the Encouragement Factory. And all that was a setup for a get-up, too, because this is something I've never experienced before. And so for, so fitness for me, it goes beyond, yes, we, fitness is important. You know, even when I read in my Bible, it says, you know, physical training has some value, but spiritual training is better. And so when I work with anybody, or if I'm not working with them, and they ask me about exercise, I can definitely help them along that level to their sports-specific goal, whatever the case may be. But what is seen as temporal, what is unseen is eternal. So they can train with me and not train, and then I don't see them for years, and chances are their bodies changed. But through the intimacy of, of spending that devote time engaged and sharing our hearts together, that's something that they'll carry with them eternally. And so that that's my basis of, I need to impact uh, every soul that I meet because when I'm say, remember what Sergeant Ken says, a legacy is what we live, we leave inside of somebody, not what we give them. So if that, if that answers your question, <laughs> it does, it does most certainly. And you know, it tells us, um, you know, it, it tells us just about yourself. I mean, there's, there's, there's the physical aspect to it all, but true health, true health 
it has to have some sort of connection, whether it's to other people, whether it's to, uh, you know, spiritual connection or, you know, connection to friends and family and all those things. Like you can't have true health without it, because if that's unhealthy, chances are you're not going to be unhealthy. That connection is very important. Mm. And if I could say this, sorry for cutting in. I've lived a life of being rejected. Now I'm living a life of being selected. All right. Um, let's talk about this. So, Gary, you have to yes, tell ma'am. all of our listeners that you did meet, um, you know, Sergeant Ken. I know you've met, you know, Trisha Silverman talked about. She, she sings your praises as well. That you met them at CanFit Pro. And yeah. how is it – so what was – what was that beginning of a relationship like? I know Trisha said that she was like flustered and, you know, you started, um, you know, just, just giving her some prayer and some, you know, confidence. What, what was your whole, you know, connections with everyone there? How did you make your, make your mark? Can you say that again? So how did you make your mark? How did, how did you get in with, you know, the Trisha and the Ken? And cause obviously you just said, you know, you led a life of like being, you know, what rejected and now you're being selected. I mean, you are being selected for things now. You're, you're getting your name out there. You're, you know, making a bigger impact. I mean, that's the whole reason for our podcast is that, you know, why reach a couple people when you could reach the world? So how did that relationship grow? Well, I, I can't really take the, the praise or the glory for that. I mean, God just, I'm just God's instrument and I was just being myself. And the way how Sergeant Ken and I connected, that was a God moment. And uh, <laughs> it's mind blowing. It's just mind blowing because I'll go back to 2015 when I will call that, that was a now day, so to speak. Something happened on my way to the conference. I wanted a coffee, and McDonald's was there, and I said, if I go get a coffee at McDonald's, I'll be late. And they said, just go get the coffee. And when I went to get the coffee, the lady serving me at the cash, she looked like she's ready to have a baby right there. And I said, this is crazy. She should be here. So anyways, I said, uh, can I see you after you cash out the people? And so she did that, and I asked her, I said, um, can I pray for you? And she goes, pray for me? I said, yes. And she goes, sure. So I prayed for her, and then I jumped in my car, and I'm driving. I'm like, what was that? (laughs) That was an opportunity, and that opportunity was now. And I said, whoa! And I was just crazy, and the Holy Ghost driving all the way to a conference. And I'm like, this is crazy. This is crazy. I was hyperventilating. And I got to the conference, and I don't know if you've ever been to the convention center in Toronto. So I'm walking. And I said, Master, what are your orders for me today? And all of a sudden, far in the distance, I see this man with bags with his back turned in army physique. Sergeant Ken! <laughs> and I go running after him. And I, he's way ahead, but I'm running. Lactic acid burning, Christine. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, I got to get that man. I got him on an ascular. I said, Sergeant Ken! He goes, yeah. What's up? I go, before I go further, are you believe it? He goes, man, that's a prerequisite where I came from. I said, okay. Good. So what I could tell you. I said, man, God's talking to me about this now. Thing goes, what about now? I said, whatever you need, it's now. If you need healing, it's now. If you need money, it's now. Everything is now, 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 now. He puts down his bags. And he tells me, 
I've been praying about getting money to build this facility. I said, Sergeant Kenneth, now. <laughs> right now. Now, he had to go where he had to go. I had to go where I had to go. So, I want to sit down to my spot and write down about my board and how crazy this is going, making Sergeant Ken, blah, blah, blah. I got no paper. So, I went in the magazine for the conference. And I came across a brown sheet of paper with a red stamp and it said top secret. I got goosebumps. So Gary proceeds to writing and then I hear my spirit. It's not about you. It's for Sergeant Ken. I said, wow, okay. So I found out where Sergeant Ken is. Then I went to the room. Again, I had to chase him down because he went in opposite direction and I caught him. And then he was getting something in the utility room and then I I went to his room where he was getting it set up, and I gave him the paper. And everything that the Holy Spirit told me, it resonated with him. And guess what happened? Then he signed a contract to be exclusive to Canfair Pro. <laughs> and so we have been tied spiritually in so many ways that I can't explain it. And Trisha Silverman, I saw a woman, she looked like a Ferrari on a mission. <laughs> I said, damn, this woman got two bags. She, you, you want to stop this? You get out the way. <laughs> and I think you heard her say, I said, hey, man, you look serious. So I, Woo. She goes, well, no, I'm not. <laughs> I said, what's going on? I'm nervous. I said, no, no, no. The devil's a liar, man. Look at you. <laughs> I said, you got this. You got this. A woman like you, you have what you need. Go ahead and do it. And I just said a simple prayer. And that's how our relationship formed. I just love on purpose. That's all I do. I don't try to be anybody else. And I often say, be yourself and you'll make it. Try to be somebody else, you'll, you'll miss it. So it's just that. And I'm not, I wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed, by the way, people. I want you to know that. And I was always in the back of the class. Fear um, robbed me of a lot, of, a lot in my life. But I've decided, you know what? If I'm going to fail, I might as well do it in the front so everybody can see you can rather stay in the back and nobody knows. Hmm. Tell, tell me then. So, so like you just said, you know, you you, you lost a lot of opportunities or, or moments to fear and, and things like that. Was this always this? Was this always your way? Was this always something that the way that you lived and the way that you know, even the clairvoyance with with things and the connections that you make and the, you know, it, 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 all those things. Was that always been your way, or is that something that you came upon? No, it's been. A, you know what? It's crazy because I was just thinking today, and I've been thinking. About, okay, how did I make it this far? Of course, by the grace of God, it's by my grandma, it's by family that, that kind of sustained me in prayer. But I always faced some type of adversity, right? I lived a fantasy life. You know, I'd see my friends, our classmates with, you know, their mom and their dad. You know, I would go and fantasize like playing ball hockey with my, with my neighbors and everything. And then they'd have to leave to go and play ice hockey. Then Gary and his fantasy island would go downstairs, put some pucks in a bag, grab his hockey stick, go and sit outside and uh, say, hey, my grand my father's going to come pick me up soon. 
Well, that never happened. <laughs> never happened. So I always face some kind of setback. I played hockey. That was another thing. So I was always chosen second, I would want to say, or never made it because of color or whatever the case may be. So there's always been this adversity, even even this stuff. I mean, I've been through that. And I don't try to drop names or anything like that. And I know some of the top people. And those top people have given me opportunities. Like Peter Twist, he gave me an opportunity. I didn't ask him to do a video. He wanted to do a video. And then it kind of went viral. And now Sergeant Ken. And now you guys. I'm like, come on. <laughs> I didn't beg for this. But guys giving me this opportunity... I even have a wristband on my on my wrist, and it never comes off. And it's from Peter Twist from years ago. It says, "Opportunity is now." And then another wristband from Todd Durkin says, "Impact." Opportunity is now for impact. But two fake raises, who ain't ladies. <laughs> we haven't we haven't spoken with Peter Twist on the show, but Todd Durkin, we got a hold of him for a little bit. Todd's a hometown boy. He's oh uh, he's from the town that Christine and I both live in. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, he bleeds green. So if you ever see him post and if I put something on there and say bleed green, it's because it's the high school where I taught. That's like where he's he's like a legend at our school. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Look at that. Opportunity is now, though. That's powerful. That's that's, that's an Oprah tweet. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. Oprah's tweeting this. Opportunity (laughs) is... That's what she says in her... Um, I always tease her and say, who's Oprah? Oh, stop it. Yeah. I'm not familiar <sighs> with her. Right. Are um, you the white Oprah? What? what? Am I the white Oprah, did you just say? Are you say? the white Oprah, Soon enough. Soon. Soon. <sighs> She's up and coming. She's rising. Is that what it is? Yeah. She's on her way. Crazy. <laughs> crazy stuff. So, you know, what I, you know what? I have a major question for you that I want to... I want to see how you feel about this. So many people, whether you're religious or you're not, are so uncomfortable when they are faced with, you know, someone saying something about God or prayer. Mm-hmm. And I think it's fascinating. Again, I was raised in religion. Should I be better? Absolutely. I could be better at everything. I throw that out there. But I feel like a lot of people do not take the time for reflection and sometimes whether you call it prayer or you call it being spiritual or whatnot why does that make people so uncomfortable because you you have that and you're you're like this is the way it is and you know let's say a little prayer let's I mean even let's take a deep breath let's stop for a moment why are people not doing more of this well So let me talk to you about religion. I grew up Catholic, right? I went to Catholic school, I did First Communion, and all that kind of stuff. Back then, I heard about God. I heard about Jesus. That was religion. Now, becoming a Christian, it's about a relationship. I can't say I know Christine Conti. I heard about you guys, two foot crazies on a mic. So I heard about you guys. I don't know you guys. But now... I can say, 
Yeah, I know them because I'm building a relationship with them. That's the difference. So it's about a relationship. Now, God, he wants a relationship with us. He is our father. And he has, he has blessed us in ways that he didn't have to. But many of us, you know, we feel that we can do it all on our own. And that's not it. And even sometimes, too, I have to, I think about, oh, I got to do this when, no, keep it simple, Gary. You didn't get this far by yourself. Truth be told, I would not be talking to you guys if he didn't orchestrate it, if he did not touch your hearts to do this. So it's about building relationship with God and taking that time to die to self and acknowledge like, I'm, so you can tell me you're not a believer, and I'm going to respect that. I'll validate what you feel. I pray that, hey, that the light will come on there inside of you somewhere, because you're going to get the message in a way you're going to understand. I can't preach the Bible to somebody who's never read the Bible who went to church. How am I going to, how am I going to speak into their life? Through love. Keep it simple. Keep it easy. I got it simple. I'm going to share it simple. If God was complicated, I wouldn't know him. Period. So for me, it's about, like, on Monday, here I was. I went to this uh, breakfast place. And I've never been here in Montreal, of course. And there's this sign. As I'm thinking, oh, God, I got to get this right. And there's a sign. Gary, look up at the sign. And it said, not keep it simple and natural. I said, dang, okay, I got it. I got it. Just easy. Do life easy. Show people that look down to lift up. Give somebody that opportunity. And I often tell people, there's a race I run track. Guess what? I'm going to beat you to the line because I'm faster than you. But now... I flip the script. I'm going to stop at the line. I'm going to spur you to the line. Then we're going to cross together. We went together, not alone. So, Gary, what yes, is now in the future for you? Where Where that, are you thinking? That was a question of mine, too. You've got a lot sprung on you, you know, lately here, and, and all of it's coming together. Now what? What is your What's your dream? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> my God, that's a second. I gotta see who's around. He's like, I'm how much time we have? <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm ready to run this race. I'm ready to do the Olympics right now, and I'll take anybody in the in the 200 yard dash. <laughs> that's how I feel. Because now I know who I am. The gears have changed. I'm united. United. Okay, Gary, you, you got what you need. Now go, 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 go. I'm giving you a microphone that nobody can see. Go, 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 go. And now my book is about to be finished. All right. This is the call, the red letter story. Wow. Wait, I didn't know about this. So say this that. Say that again. Is that is that new news here, or is this something that's in the pro, in the in the books? Fit for the call, the red letter story. And the significance of the red letter? So the significance, 
the significance of the red letter is this. When I was going back home to Trinidad one year, family reunion, um, I was on the plane and I had to fight, um, you know, that declaration form? Yes. So I had one of those big pens with the different colors on it. Uh-huh. And so all the colors were dry except the red one. And I had to file, I had to fill out the sheet. Well, you're not supposed to write in red. It was like I committed a crime. <laughs> so the officer at the, at the, uh, what do you call it? The counter, he, he went off on me. And so I remember a mentor of mine several months ago, we were sitting down in a cafe and I was talking to her, okay, this is what I want to do, a book, a potential podcast, a documentary about my life. And, uh, so she goes, she takes out her pen and it's a red pen. I said, no, 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 not in red. <laughs> and she goes, well, this is what I have. And, uh, you know what? I'm not going to write it. You're going to write it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how, so I had a title, um, fit for the call. Now I know my road and road stands for redemption of all dreams. Um, so then she ran that by me. Fear for the call, the red letter story. And so I said, you know what? Okay, that sounds okay. But to tell you the truth, I've been getting confirmation. Now, when God speaks to me, he keeps repeating things. Like, so everything of late I've been running to is red, 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 red. Who gets like, okay, I got it, I got it. And so that is the significance of the book. Um, now, this book is not, it's, yes, it's about my life, but it's also to bring hope because I'm not the only one that is going through, who went through this. Uh, but my book is going to help somebody. That's what I believe. That's the first book, anyhow. I, you know what? I, I know, I know it. I know the show's going to help somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there's, uh, you're helping us. You're helping me. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just refreshing to hear. And, uh, you know, I'm somebody who struggles with the same thing. Same thing. I grew up, Catholic school. I went to Catholic school. I was an altar boy and, and the whole thing. And, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it's not always the best moments in my life. You know, sometimes it was, sometimes it was, you know, best of times, worst of times. Um, but, uh, you know, I, 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 I struggle with it. Right. So, you know, with the whole relationship and God and, and, and all of it. Um, but I'm fascinated by stories like this cause it makes me believe right in something. Yeah. And, and the thing is, it's, how can I say it? What is your passion? What is your passion? And then you, you, you give God that passion. He takes our natural and turns it into supernatural. God is not boring. He's exciting. People think I'm high. Yes, I am. I'm on Jesus juice. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I, there you uh, go. People ask me, what, what are you on? I said, well, my name is Gary Henry, and I'm an addict. Um but I have no conviction for my addiction. I'm a Jesus holic, and I don't want help. Leave me alone. Boom. I'm not. I'm not the usual quiet guy. I don't want to go to church, and no, I dance in church. I go cray cray <laughs> when I listen to a worship song, and they're like, "Man, I want to dance like you, man. Why do you dance like that? You want me to tell you why?" Because I resonate with the song. When I was sick and almost died, and I hear a song, when you call my name, I came running out of that grave. Are you kidding me? You 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 hear a song and it hits your spirit, hits your heart. You know where you've been. 
the the lyrics of a song. Come on, man, Christy, you've been through your stuff. He, he, I look at you, you've been through your stuff, and the Iron Woman, she's going down. <laughs> she, she, she's hurting, but she ain't sweating. Danny sweat, that sweet sweat. She ain't quit. She gonna spit before she quit, and nobody see you spit because you didn't quit. <laughs> I went off the box there. <laughs> I cannot, oh. Gary. Gary, at some point, I want to go to church with you. That's happening. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you get that what excited at say? church, we need to go together at some point. Because I want it, to. It's going to be like I feel like you would be fun. <laughs> like it would be fun, Gary. We got to go hold at on. some point. Hold on, Brian. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, the Bible says we're two or three is gathered. I done tell people we have a church right now without walls. Oh, it's high five. Hey, don't get nervous at the free service. Give the Lord praise and thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We're here today in in clean Jersey. People say dirty Jersey, but that's clean. Um, this is the show. Too fit crazy. On a mic telling the enemy to take a hike. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can the church say amen? Amen. amen. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, we're having church people. If you can't take it, hang up, but you'll come back. Um, so, see, we just had church. <laughs> I appreciate it. And I feel good. Oh, hey, Brian, you said you, you, said you were quiet. You were an altar boy. That's right. <laughs> now you. A free man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness. See, Gary, that that is what people need more of. That is what it is. And we just are so appreciative that, you know, you have followed the signs and followed, you know, your heart and love and and gone out there and are making changes. That's what this is about. So many people are you know, are suffering or upset and are afraid. And it's people like you. It's even, you know, with our podcast and whatnot, daring to say, you know what, this is who we are and we are here to help you and lift you up, whether it's physically or emotionally, you know, like you said, you know, you believe in God, you don't believe in God, we're here. And, you know, whatever it is that we can reach you, um, you know, that's, that's what life's about. It's about connections and relationships and, the one thing as our time winds down today, you had mentioned to me a while ago that your dream was to do more speaking. What yes. is your goal regarding speaking going forward for all the people out there that are maybe looking for, uh, for you to come work with them? Talk to us. Well, what I would offer for, to you is something, illuminate something in you that you've possibly been ignoring for such a long time and wondering if you can do it or if it was significant. I want to be able to inspire you in a way that you never imagined that is going to help that switch on you, go on and try take that first step. Don't worry about taking 10 steps or don't build invisible mountains. I was once there, but the one step, that one step has led to many. And once you put that one step out in faith, great things will happen. So I can help you not get over, go around, but to get over. I don't want you to be a mountain climber. I want you to be a mountain runner. 
It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter who you are. To me, every soul matters. Every soul. I like to stress that every soul matters for such a time as this. And so I want to elevate your, your spirit, elevate your community, elevate your family, and especially, especially if they are, well, the world calls them seniors and old people, but I call them gold in bold stories untold. These people, if you add, if you give them the, the attention and not treat them like invisible, give them two minutes or 60 seconds, you're actually going to add years to their life and you're going to take away something for the rest of your life. So I want to be able to speak into the lives of people and bringing you to help to bring unity in a community to bring opportunity for each soul. So it's just to put on the light. It's nothing complicated. It's, it's a simple thing. It's a simple thing when you stop. And this pandemic, yeah, there's a lot of bad that has happened, but there was a cause for the pause. So we can stop, look, and listen and appreciate one another. Because the normal is not coming. The old ways can't be the same. I'm back home. Guess what? To go in certain places, I can't take the same route because they've rerouted. And this route is just so foolish because then, boom, I end up at the spot that I want to go. But I have to take a different route. So with that being said, we got to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Instead of being conformed to the old ways, be transformed in a new way. And especially when you come together. So unity in the community brings opportunity. You unite and ignite and ignite and you light the pathway for others to follow. Gary, before we end today, two yes. things. Number one, how can people contact you, get in touch with you, social media, anything, any handles that we can uh, send to our listeners who may want to reach out to you? So on Instagram, you can contact me at uh, fit for the call. Email fit for the call at gmail.com. And I'm also on Facebook under Gary Henry. Awesome. Awesome. Gary, you're not getting out of here without a final send off. So, um, how are we ending this podcast today? Is that you, you direct that to me? Oh, of course it is. Let's go, Gary. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. How can this be? It's the CB crew. Angie, that's me. It feels so good to be united today. We're gonna blow every other podcast away. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> Love it, Gar. Oh, Gar, you're the best, dude. Thank you so much. That was that was called a G drop, by the way. It sure Appreciate was. It. And you know what? Our listeners at some point are going to, we're going to have them directed when you get your podcast going and everything. We will uh, we will get you back here at some point um, in the future so you can tell everyone all the crazy, amazing things you've accomplished. And um, we're excited for you. And we're huge fans. And we are supporting you 100%, Gary. So listeners, Gary Henry, worldwide, look out for him. Wow. Is this recorded? It is. The whole thing, <laughs> the whole thing Gary. Gary. We're not off yet. So are you ready, Gary? You're amazing. 
Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. And I'm going to take us out of here with it's Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace. <laughs>